Hello and welcome back to the Full Fat Podcast. I'm Terry Merkin and as ever I'm joined by the gorgeous Matt Whittle and Charlie Lilly. And this week, <laughs> obviously we, we took a, a two-week gap and... Uh, well, two Terry weeks for you, three weeks you, for me. Well, yes, yeah, so, yeah, as I was, as I was going to say, Matt's not been here. So uh, have you been? What have you been up to? I've been good. I feel like I've watched a lot of stuff. Really? Year. What have you watched? Mm. Uh, I rewatched Raimi's Spider-Man, which was incredible fun. The Old um, Testament. The Old Testament. <laughs> and do you know what? I am happy that those are the calibre of superhero movies that were coming out when we were kids, because I had a great time. Yeah, I still think they're the gold standards. Well, the first two, anyway, for the superhero blueprint. I'm halfway through the second one at the minute. We'll get to the third one. That's oh, the one well... I remember least about. Terry, Terry, Spider-Man 2 is going to be way more insane than this podcast. I would just turn off and, right. and see go. You, see you later, guys. Yeah. In, in yeah. fact, yeah. anyone listening right now, <laughs> even if you've seen Spider-Man 2 before, I'd turn this off and go watch Spider-Man 2. So. 100%. I mean, I'm, I'm contemplating doing it this right now. This should be the podcast. <laughs> just watch Spider-Man 2 with us. <laughs> uh, would, we, would we be allowed to do that for copyright? Uh, I, I think know. we could show us watching it, but not actually show it. So people can just watch along. We say press so we and could... play now. Yes, I see. Yeah, so we could like sync it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of what I saw Zack Snyder talking about when he was going to get fans to watch BVS with him. That's the only frame of reference I have for that sync up thing. He's like sat <laughs> no. there. He's like, we can, you can put your copy on. I can put my copy on. We can, we can sync it up. <laughs> Is it actually? He's like in that. his like home cinema, and I just I don't know why it's stuck with me, but it's just like I remember being it being so wholesome, <laughs> and I remember thinking, God, if I if I liked that movie. This would be so inviting right now, like yeah. live commentary of the director, and he's been so nice about it. That sounds great. <laughs> I mean, he, he does <laughs> seem like a lovely man, to be fair. Um, no, he does seem like a nice dude. But yeah, the the um, the bad batch. Should we jump straight in? Mm. So the bad. I'm sorry. Bad can batch. I just start with the bad batch? Can you imagine if I went, guys? Let's call ourselves the bad batch. <laughs> you would laugh at you would laugh at me. Yeah, I feel like you're almost asking for other clones in the cafeteria who are playing the school bullies to be like the sad batch as what happens <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> the the sun is shining through my window. I'm so sorry. I'm so pale right now. There we go. <laughs> I actually loved that scene um just because it was so hilarious to me the image of like three identical Tim Ware Morrisons, like both all, all playing the bullies, like, yeah, sad batch, like, and yeah. they get lunch thrown at them. <laughs> but what- Yeah, I quite enjoyed that scene a bit. Really? Mm. I like they're all juvenile, like they're at school. Do you know what? That's the exact I like word it. I was going to use, but not in a positive way. <laughs> well, if you, could, if you could sum it up, Terry, and give us your review, starting with the word juvenile. Um... Okay, so I've lots. I've watched a lot of Dave Filoni cartoons, in like Legend of Korra, Avatar, Clone Wars, and I've never felt like I'm watching like a child, a child's cartoon until The Bad Batch. I felt like I was. I actually was like, this is for children, and that's the first. And I know Star Wars is for children, and that George Lucas mm. always says like, make it for the kids, make it for the kids. But we never. I never feel like that. Maybe I'm just getting old. <laughs> You, you want you want uh, the Pixar method. So. You want you know something for the kids, but also mm-hmm. a little bit more for the adults. Yeah, if you've, you know, I just felt like yes. all the characters were so stocky, and mm. maybe it's because we haven't got that far in Clone Wars yet that I'm mm. not really 
vibing with them. I don't feel like they're all like well rounded. Um, and yeah, it just it felt I, like a kids show. Go on. I think I, I liked the characters. Um, and I think it, it came together very nicely for me in the first episode. But the second episode I found was a bit like that kind of stock Mandalorian 30 minute Saturday morning cartoon thing of, oh, we've landed on a planet and here's the scenario we need to fix. And now we're going to bounce. Like, um, and, I, and I feel like... Yeah, I the exact same problem. Yeah, and the, the, the longer running time and uh, the big expansive storyline that we were working with in the first episode with Tarkin and, and dealing with the fallout of Order 66 and how the Empire's sort of like, you know, changing things around Don Camino uh, and they're powerless to stop it was, was really interesting. And then I feel like the second episode, whilst interesting, um, didn't quite hit the same highs. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree 100%. Uh, I, I actually enjoyed the first episode. Uh, I wasn't looking forward to the show at first, uh, I must admit. Um, mm. But then the first episode, uh, maybe that's why I enjoyed it more. Uh, I I quite like the characters. I know they're very, you know, character archetypes, but I think it kind of works for, mm. you know, Star Wars animated show. Um, I liked the aspect of uh, these three, you know, these five clones that are sort of defected. And I like that seeing them sort of that it's, it's almost like if the stormtroopers didn't have that control thing in their head they also would have stayed with the jedi almost or well mm. at least you know, i like the thought of that like do you know what i mean like the the you know if they had their own choice of free yeah. will they <clears> would have possibly have been like hold on a minute this is not wrong and i, I it's interesting because i always thought that was weird when mm. you know execute order 66 happened i used to think Oh, was it just? Were they always just on it? But but I like yeah. that we kind of got this next explanation of like, oh no, they're just programmed to just do what we command them to do. They, they touch on, um, and I like that these guys. Sorry, go on. No, carry on. Yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say? Uh, I I was just gonna say that I feel like they. I mean, they, they touch on a bit of the inhibitor chips, um, in Clone Wars, don't they? And they sort of style it a bit like how the Winter Soldier is like. Oh yes. Controlled by uh by certain words and stuff and phrases um i liked that and i liked how alien those clone troopers felt when they were in a sea of them on camino and they were like do we do, do they look like they're not altered and they're all going like oh you know hooray palpatine or whatever and they're all completely indoctrinated that was nice i like that it's sort of taken the stance of it's, it's not like mm. because they're on the empire's side they've got to do this long-winded like redemption arc where they they realize actually the republic's doing some bad things like this this first episode yeah i agree it's it's they know where the jedi stand they know where they stand and they're just watching this weirdness unfold around them where every other clone is just like not questioning it and they're like well we need, we need to get out of here kind of thing i thought that was really a, a really nice setup yeah because he says doesn't he, he one of the characters says like oh you believe you believe me now Mm. about all of them being sort of programmed to do this yeah and he's all standing around them all chanting um and i thought that was i thought that was cool i like that um yeah and like i said i agree i feel like it kind of lost that again with the second episode i was kind of excited with this first episode because mm. it was like oh, okay this is a proper show we're gonna get this you know uh story thread throughout maybe mm. but then it kind of went back into that clone wars thing of like oh here we go on a side mission that doesn't really. We get a couple of character moments, but other than that, it doesn't really further anything. Um, and it, I kind of, and I, I know. I think it's because of the Mandalorian, where I've become a bit frustrated with that structure now. Um, 
Whereas like I expect, I expect to think, I just expect a little bit more from Star Wars. I, I think that even though it's a kids show and it's supposed to be, you know, like the Saturday morning cartoon of like something different happens every week. I just feel like it's still, you can still do that for a kids show and have it be, have like a linear mm. story throughout, Absolutely. you know what I mean? That progresses in each episode. Um, and I mean, like we, I think you said while we was watching it, Matt, um, the, uh, it felt like the second episode felt like an episode you would have like in the middle. Well, do you know I mean like when yeah. things are a bit calmer? Yeah. Once it's just weird to have this very intense long first episode and then just to have oh we're back to just this normal format of how we do TV and the Star Wars it, stuff. It's that difficult second episode, isn't it? Where we've had the big grand opening and there's kind of a temptation to go smaller and go a bit more intimate but i think oftentimes what happens is you end up with a bit of a flat episode it was nice uh, you know all, all the themes of of, of mm. parental responsibility and bonding that went on between omega and the others and particularly omega and hunter um i really liked that moment where he went to scold her and the other clone was like she's not a soldier you can't talk to her like that and you talk to her like a, a child as, as, a, as a protective parent mm, um, that was good and that was really nice but in terms of the overarching situation, they need to get the right chain codes to get off the planet, blah, 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 blah. Like that was nowhere near as exciting as Tarkin putting them through their paces in the training room in the first episode. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's necessarily a reflection of where yep. the series is going in terms of quality. It's just that this episode, I think, could have benefited from, mm. you know, like four episodes deep. Crosshair's been up their arsehole. Like, he's been chasing them across the galaxy. Yeah. They finally got a bit of peace and quiet, somewhere to hide out, and now we're getting the more of the meditative, contemplative episode. Kind of like um, episode five of Falcon Winter Soldier. Everything's slowed right down. I feel like they've yeah. shot their full load in this first episode. Like, I feel <laughs> like, all, like all the interesting stuff has gone... <laughs> in the first episode and now I'm a bit worried that it's going to be a bit of a lull for the next episode. Cause I like see. how many times have we done that? Ah, oh, there is a small person that we must protect and take across the galaxy. Yeah. We were saying that, weren't we? Cause Charlie, when we were watching it said to yeah. me, do you think she's going to have force powers? And I was like, ooh. And then immediately, like, uh, <laughs> if they do that, then it's exactly like Grogu. Come to think of it, a child that needs to be protected by these warriors and the child teaches them emotional stability and they <laughs> teach them combat. Again, it seems very similar to Mandalorian. Yep. Didn't they actually... And the Phantom Menace. <laughs> and the Phantom Menace. Didn't they actually... There's a rumour that they yeah. took... Uh, they halted production on Kenobi because it was going to be him protecting Luke and they felt it was too similar to that kind of that kind of story again and they took it back to the drawing board just think of new stories really? yeah, if you remember they, they sorry well I, I do like I do think there's some of it that feels fresh within a Star Wars space um it, it, it does kind of feel to me like this is like their guardians yes. of the galaxy this is their superhero team you know you've got each of them with mm. their own specializations mm. and abilities and the fact that they're thought of as this team um do you know what I mean that it really speaks to that superhero side of me which I don't usually like in my Star Wars I want to keep the superheroes and the Star Wars separate but the idea <laughs> of like a a band of a-holes mm. They each have their own specialisations. You know, you've got Wrecker and you've got the Hunter with the enhanced senses. Like that, that's a fun concept, mm. and I feel like it's ripe for a Saturday morning format where they just get chucked into a different scenario each week, and you got to watch them get out of it. I think Wrecker is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I thought he was hilarious. I just I, I like actually, he had one of my favourite gags in it. Maybe it's because we what? watched 
Infinity War and Endgame the other day and I got my fix of Hulk that I don't need a new Hulk, you know? Because he's just kind of... I feel of... like he's less Hulk and more Drax. No, he doesn't take things as literally as Drax does. Drax isn't dumb, he just takes everything as black and white. Whereas the Hulk is like actually dumb. And I so suppose. Uh, the, the Hulk, you know, he's a bit more like the Hulk when he's Wrecker like, I, I'm smouldering fire. <laughs> so should I go? Yeah, yeah. What I liked about we need the, the cards again, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. What What I liked about the wrecker it keeps making me laugh. Okay, I don't know how else to refer to him. The wrecker uh, is I liked the you know he's 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 his meathead and stuff. And then later on, you have that gag where the uh, what's her name again? The Omega. little girl. Oh, Omega. Omega grabs the Omega grabs the uh, teddy bear, and you think, oh, it's for her. And then later on, when Wrecker's injured, he gives she gives him the teddy bear, and he's like, "Oh!" And it's like, "Oh!" So he's like a baby. He's like a big baby, right? And it made me. I was like, "Oh, that's a really interesting idea for his character. That like he just he just knows to smash like how a, a, a young toddler boy just knows to just smash <laughs> things up." Do you know what I mean? Like, and I thought that was quite yeah. an interesting, different thing to put on that separates him from people like you said, Drax and the Hulk. Um, I thought it was quite funny. I got a little shark to hold up. Uh, instead of a talking thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, why would you want a soldier that's like a baby, though? I don't understand. He is a genetically modified soldier to be part of, like, this elite team. And he's dumb. I don't think... <laughs> but they're the bad batch, though, aren't they? They are a bad yeah, batch. Like... But they're, they're spoiled, aren't they? So I think that's sort of... I think the, the implication is it's a side effect of, like, his enhanced strength, maybe. Okay. I'd, I'd dig it anyway. <laughs> yeah. you, but, but, you yeah, guys can no, do it noted yeah, yeah. Terry is not a fan Terry's not a Wrecker fan I might be I of might be Wrecker, changed I'm sorry if anybody feels really strongly about Wrecker maybe I'll change <laughs> my mind this is a pro Wrecker podcast we'll hear nothing but pro Wrecker <laughs> opinions for the next 15 weeks <laughs> oh no I'm gonna get uh, wrecked uh, yeah, Terry I just want to ask Terry a question uh, Terry okay. what do you think of uh, Rambo I mean uh, Hunter then uh, what do you think of him? <laughs> do, you, do you know what? I actually sat there and thought to myself, this is like Rambo, Hulk. And I had another list of like who they all were exactly mm. like. And I couldn't, I can't remember them now. But Brains from Thunderbirds. Yes. <laughs> and I, I, do you know what? I'm actually really impressed with this. It's like Tangent. It's one guy that voices like all of the Bad Batch. They've got like, the same one guy who does all the clones really? normally. That's he cool. does all the bad oh. batch. So is I it think that's D Bradley Baker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it D Bradley? Yeah. Yeah, it's him. Oh, nice. That's amazing. So and he does all those different. Because I was thinking, like, of course, the guy with the creepiest voice would turn out to be the bad one of the bad batch. Like, well, that's oh, yes, funny. I talk yeah. like this. So I'm a well, bit what's funny <laughs> about that is that I think the the is it is it not tech? It's what's the other one? Echo. Echo. Echo and uh, Crosshair, I feel like, sound very similar. And at one point, I was kind of like, "Who's which one's who?" And they were talking. Yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned it, it's the same person again. Yeah, um, they're they're similar, but a little bit different. Almost <laughs> as if they're like clones. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've no, just had a revelation. I... They're clones. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. If you take a photo of Echo and a photo of Hunter and put them together, they look very similar. I'm imagining like the Charlie Day meme 
where he's like, where, but we've yeah. got like a picture of the clones stuck on the wall and we're like... <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I've been thinking about this. <laughs> the, the jock bully clones in the cafeteria are, are, are the key to everything. <laughs> to be fair, I can't count the amount of times that I've gone, oh, I figured it out. I figured something out. And then I've gone to you guys, guys, I figured it out. And you're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, pretty clear. <laughs> it's pretty clear. I don't know what you mean, like, Charlie. Oh. No, the I best thing for me is when is when you excitedly tell me something that you've told me. <laughs> <laughs> that happens way too much, which is frightening, isn't it? Really? <laughs> it happens a lot. I mean, like, you guys see each a... other every single day. Like all the days are the same at the minute. You know. Yeah, we're gonna go through all the albums, aren't we? Can't all <laughs> yeah. the it's true. It's true. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like in terms of so far the characters we've seen, which bad batches would you say are more your favourites? We already know Terry hate who, who Terry hates. <laughs> um, shall I say who I like? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go with positivity for now. Yeah, <laughs> I I do like Hunter. I do like Hunter. He's he's a cool guy. Um, how does his face get like that? I thought it was a tattoo. So. It's a tattoo, isn't it? Oh. I like him less now. I, I thought maybe you were referring but, to Hunter from Are You The One, which we've recently been watching. <laughs> we've been rinsing. We've rinsed five seasons, four seasons of Are You The One so far. It's fantastic. So, it's fantastic. It's such, you watched one episode with us, didn't you, Char? Yes, I did. What uh, did you think? Yeah, the, it's the most bizarre study on human beings I've ever seen. <laughs> Uh, it's such a weird show. It truly is. It truly is. I, I need to watch Temptation Island next. <laughs> Do you know the premise of Temptation Island, Charlie? If, this is when everyone just switches off. They're like, we thought we were going to get here for some Star Wars reviews. I came here for my Star Wars nerds. <laughs> Not some reality TV American bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> but like, if you like trash, if your guilty pleasure is trash, these are the things for you because I love oh, trashy TV. Temptation Island is like couples that go to separate houses. So all the boys go to one house and all the girls go to another house and they have to just like not fuck other people. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So that video I sent you. Yes. And for context, people listening or watching, the video Terry sent me was this guy watching his girlfriend cheat on him all the way and he was watching it as a video on live television. Now, when you showed that to me, I thought when you said that's his girlfriend, I thought you meant like... as in his like island love... girlfriend. Yeah, like a Love Island substitute where they've just met and like oh, she's no. known him for a couple of weeks. Oh my God, that's his actual girlfriend. That's girlfriend. his actual... I, I'm pretty sure. I think that's, that's what I've been told. Now I'm scared that someone's going to research it and I'm going to be wrong. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the premise. Yeah, all those uh, all those uh, Temptation Island fans that are click, they're also Bad Batch fans. They're all. Uh, <laughs> it's such like a weird you. small Venn diagram, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu, <laughs> Bad Batch. <laughs> well, look, if you are a fan of Are You the One and the Bad Batch, let us know in the comments, please. I want to know if you exist. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought you were talking about Hunter, and then it reminded me of that. Fantastic moment in the series where uh, all, all the women in the house are like, you've stuffed a sock down there, Hunter. And they're all mugging him off. And then he doesn't say anything. He just sort of goes like, mm-hmm, right. And then he walks off. So obviously, because he doesn't he doesn't respond, everyone and indeed us at home are thinking, oh yeah, he must have put a sock down there. And then he comes out later on and they ask him to whip it out. And he does. And they're all like, Hunter, wow. <laughs> Maybe he's amazing. my match. <laughs> 
think... Yeah, I wasn't sure about Hunter, but now... <laughs> Do you think the Bad Batch Hunter is also packing heat? <laughs> do you think that was part of the screening process for getting the clones like are you packing or do you oh, think packing. if he's not packing do you think they genetically modified them to be packing well if there's all... no way Tim Ware Morrison isn't packing that's what I was going to say I was going to say something so all the clones are packing yeah I reckon when Count Dooku went on the hunt to find this hunter he got him down to the final stage and then he was like <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, just, Django clearly big dick energy, of big course, clone energy. Of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also like Hunter. I think he's probably the most well-rounded. Mm-hmm. The one that I'm, I, I like him, but he's starting to grate on me. Is I think whoever whoever Brains is, let's call him Brains. Is it Tech or Echo? I think <laughs> he's Echo. Tech and oh, oh, is it? oh, I don't know because there's like oh, a roboty one, isn't there? There's a cyborg exactly. one. I thought Tech exactly. was a cyborg one. See, I thought Tech was the techie guy and oh, Echo no. was the cyborg. But anyway, we're calling Brains. <laughs> okay, we're calling Brains for now because everyone will know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. fucking nerd guy. <laughs> um, he, he, he is good, but he does fall into that trope of like... I mean, we, we were joking about it, weren't we, Charlie? Yeah, we and then he literally did it again as we were joking about it whilst we were watching it. You know... Is, is it going to be a problem doing this incredibly hard technical thing? No, of course not. I did it 10 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how come you didn't tell us about this thing? I thought it was obvious. Like, I mean, every, every two minutes, everything's obvious. Everything's like child's play for him. He's so, he's yeah. so goddamn smart. <laughs> like, yeah, every two yeah. seconds. Is it annoying to be it's around like, someone who thinks they're goddamn this? smart? It nah. must be. But fortunately, you're with someone who is goddamn smart. So it's different. <laughs> Uh, I just thought it was ironic that you were like, it's annoying when he's like, I thought it was obvious because I know someone who says things like that. Uh, do I say things like that? Yes. Oh, you're like, that, that's I'm why like, I don't how like are we going to do this thing? How are we going to do this thing, Matt? And you're like, I've done it already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, how, how are we going to upload this podcast? Uh, it's child's play. Let me show you. I've already edited it. I, he's editing it right now. <laughs> as, we're, as we're recording naturally I assumed you guys would all be okay with me recording editing and cutting and releasing it at the same time <laughs> I'm just imagining like him like sneaking into our rooms like wearing like wigs and hats just to get it done <laughs> putting it all together oh, uh, any more thoughts on the Bad Batch before we wrap up not as much uh, fun as I hoped it would be but we'll see next week okay uh, I enjoyed the first episode a lot, mm. um, and then the second one made me go. Uh, like, I feel like if you'd have got okay. me last week, and if you'd have got me like, <laughs> after that after that first episode, and I'd have been like, oh, I'm so excited for the next one, but then after seeing the next one, I feel like now I'm like, well, <laughs> maybe I'll be excited for the other yeah. one after. See, um, I had the opposite. Yeah. I wasn't excited for the next one because it dropped while I was watching. And then suddenly, okay, I finished. I was like, I've got another episode to watch. It was. Oh no, I was not. I was not. I was like the same as Charlie. You know, you should have caught me last week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, the only thing I did want to mention before we move into something else (laughs) um, is uh, I just realised those of you listening on the audio won't see that I've moved my eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. Complete waste of time. Um, I did like how uh, Crosshair 
seems to of his own accord to be pro-empire anti-jedi and he seemed to make his own decisions about things and then it seemed like he was gonna turn evil anyway i liked all that and i liked the idea that tarkin was just gonna convince him but instead it became oh his chip is still partially working we can like fix it and make him fully evil and then he just comes back and he's like completely converted i don't like that because i feel like it strips away what was interesting about the characters and that yes just because they can think for themselves doesn't mean they won't think for the empire necessarily um and, and also it just sort of it, it takes away from what could have been a great moment with tarkin you know what i mean he could have manipulated him into into thinking a different way i think that's to set up for his redemption so they can be like, he's not really a bad person. He just has an inhibitor chip. But it's like See, Star Wars and Redemption. Yeah, I kind of hope it. they don't do that. Uh, I yeah, I, I agree. With, I agree with what you're saying, Matt. But um, <laughs> I actually did quite like the idea that they enhance that part of him. Uh, I just like the idea that you know he's a clone and he has he has this you know he has a little bit of it and that they yeah. have to sort of. And and they're like he's like oh okay I can control this one then if he already believes in my beliefs. See um, I on that I would have liked it more if it was more like let's just go into his genetics and have a little fiddle rather than let's put in this new chip. Do you know what I mean? Like let's fiddle with his DNA a little bit to bring this on a bit more and to mm. put him to our side rather than let's put in a floppy disk and make I, it work. I just found it unnecessary. Yeah. Do you know yeah, I, I just it's I do like, like the idea all overall that. He is now like their yeah. antagonist. I think that's cool. Yeah, and and he's he's got the perfect abilities to be the odd one out because he can snipe them. He can be on their tail. We can exactly, he can kind of win the soldier yeah. them. Um, he's yeah, got a unnecessary as as a, as a character turn because mm. he was going to do that anyway. Do you know what I mean? He was going to side with the empire anyway. Why do we need to add in this scene explaining? Oh, by the way, just so you know, it's his chip. <laughs> it's like why can't mm. he just be of his own accord? <laughs> Yeah, I do think that's interesting. I just, I just feel like if they'd have worked alongside the Jedi for that long, I think it'd be very difficult to buy that they would turn against side them the with the other guys. But I think that's I think what's that's interesting why. about I do that think that's kind of arc. Though, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you know, what I mean, maybe this whole time he's not really liked the Jedi, or yeah. or maybe he's just so you know, as in the real world, people are blindly loyal. Mm to certain institutions and nations and That's stuff, true. do you know what I mean? That they will see no other way. Um, so it's, I, I think it would have been interesting to see him be pro-Empire in kind of a nationalistic sense, or even he just reads the room, you know? Oh, the Jedi are gone, we're the odd ones out, there's clearly a target on our backs because we're this bad batch, so the last thing we want to do right now is stir up Tarkin. We should be kissing mm. his feet. Maybe that's the, the angle. But I just feel like those yeah. those angles are more interesting than just I'll put him in the MRI scanner and afterwards he'll be our villain for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I made earlier. Yeah. <laughs> now of course your villain doesn't need to go through the appropriate character <laughs> development because I've got one right here that's just gone through the yeah. MRI scanner. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the the bad batch. Thumbs up. For uh me. Yeah, I mean, first episode, thumbs up. Second episode, thumbs down. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've got a big old thumbs down so far. Sorry. For both episodes? Yeah, I just, I don't know. As I said with the first episode, I just felt like... 
I was watching a kids episode, like all the characters mm. were so like so unbelievably unbelievably stocky and so with their dialogue, like I felt like it was like yeah. I'm gonna say something tough now i'm gonna say something quippy now i'm gonna say something smart you know what i mean it, it felt like really ploddy because of that i can't think of the right I words see, uh, textbook so that was my issue fair. Fair, 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 fair. i just want to point out quickly uh if i, I apologize to everyone who's watching this and keeps seeing me fidgeting it's just that my neck is Give me a lot of discomfort right now. <laughs> That's why I, I think, keep um, I think you should go put on your neck brace. Do you like yeah. <laughs> please do. Please do. It'd be incredible. And then if we do a cut down, we should not explain the context. <laughs> yeah. So like everyone just watching the video will be like, why is he wearing that? <laughs> it was because he lost the the Paul Askren fight, but so we make him wear it as punishment. Yeah, yeah. As punishment. Yeah. Uh, I wish it was by punishment, but no, it's actually by choice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or necessity, rather. <laughs> Speaking of uh, speaking of that fight, I'm going to take your hat, Charlie, and be like, got your hat, got your hat. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, embarrassing <laughs> stuff from both Mr. Paul and Mayweather. I mean, why is he chasing this, this you know, 20-year-old yeah. guy around? I don't know. Well, you, you might wonder why he's chasing that guy around, and you might just say that it's because of the thrill of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our segue for this evening. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Sing the song. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. We watched Mortal Kombat this week, didn't we, Charlie? We did indeed. I decided to opt out and go to sleep. So. And Terry, based on our thoughts, do you think you made the right decision? Yes, absolutely. Char- Charlie, <laughs> what, what did you think of Mortal Kombat? Yeah, so it opens with Scorpion, you know, with his family, um, mm. and you know, there he's he's farming some stuff. You know, you know that classic. You know, he's he's living the the life of a successful man in that time period. You know, he's 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 got a calm life. He's got his family, and then uh, out of nowhere, he gets attacked by a group of soldiers and someone called Sub-Zero. And uh, Sub-Zero essentially, like, freezes his wife and child, like, like in ice, and then, like, diff fucks off. And then so a couple of other guys come in and Scorpion fucks them up with his classic, you know, get over here. Uh, and it was pretty sweet. And I'm like, okay... Yeah. We're in for a bit of a treat here. The action was shot very well. You know, we've set up these characters straight away. I'm looking forward to this. This is this is what I wanted. Sub-Zero, yes. Scorpion. And that's about it we get from Sub-Zero and Scorpion. It's about it we get in terms of quality, isn't it? And quality, no. yes. And quality, yeah. What made it go um, so downhill? I think for me, it's that you have the Scorpion-Sub-Zero rivalry at the start which is set up quite nicely and it's a well-made action scene. Yes. It is. And that's, and that's kind of all you need for a plot. Yeah. It's a great um, opening. It's a great opening. Um, but instead we then cut to Lewis Tan's <laughs> MMA fighter who is bland and boring. And then we meet about 10 other characters. And then by the time we get to the end, 
they're doing these like weird MCU quips to each other mid-fight, and they've like oh, it's assembled so as a team. Cringe. Oh my yeah. god! I mean, first of all, I want to point out. I want to point out my first problem. My first problem is what is the obsession with like video game adaptations or adaptations in general, where they like have to create like this new character that you follow as a protagonist. It's like mm. you have all these like famous iconic characters from this game that you could play around with you could do whatever you want but no they decide to make stock mma fighter number one it's because they want you to feel part of it they want you to relate to stock mma fighter number one because charlie you are stock mma fighter number one (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he sat there watching it and he's like i don't know who this is for (laughs) (laughs) whose target audience is this (laughs) There's no representation for me on this TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, I, but yeah, I agree with you. And I think it, you could have swerved that problem entirely in the setup of the old Scorpion dies. This newly created character is a descendant of Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. He's the new Scorpion. He becomes Scorpion by the end of the movie. No, no, no. He gets his own lame weapons, his own lame outfit, and he gets his own his own thing going on and then old scorpion of course comes back as a ghost to battle sub-zero oh it's so silly just make him the new scorpion scorpion 2 scorpion 2 electric boogaloo slash anthony (laughs) mackie slash patrick troughton (laughs) so who's got the best costume in mortal kombat in the movie yeah it's got to be Subby, I think. It's got to be Sub, yeah. Nice. It's got to be Sub-Zero. And who has the good. powers that you would want the most? Do they have Kano. powers? <laughs> Kano! Kano <laughs> is great, though. I must admit, the actor playing Kano gives it his all. He's like... And it kind of shows that the other actors that you're following aren't quite as, uh, you know... Yeah. Profes- not professional. Not professional, that's not the right word, because they are professionals. Uh, experienced as him. Um, yes. It, I believe it's the guy from Anchorman, Matt. Didn't you point that out? Rank yeah, it's the, it's the guy that's like, uh, when I was young, I had like a, a million bucks and I turned it into like 1.5 million because of my father. And they were like... <laughs> <laughs> so for us noobs, what are Kano's powers? Uh, he's got like a laser eye. Oh. Just the one. Just one? Yeah. Why only one? Just didn't want to. Is it one of his actual eyes, or like like in Legend of Korra, there are like people with like a third eye and they can explode things out of their third eye? Is it like that? Uh, no, it's like a Terminator esque like okay. exposed cyborg bit. Um, but yeah, it. on the notion of superpowers, there was again this weird thread throughout the movie of like once you enter the combat, once you enter the tournament or you're picked or whatever, you start to develop superpowers or something. It was really weirdly explained in the movie, mm. but essentially there's a scene where they're talking and like Kano's like, I can't wait to get my superpowers kind of thing. And it was just weird. It's like just, yeah, it's just, very weird. just establish their abilities before they go into the movie. Yeah. Not, not every single character needs an origin. Like every single character, and I mean every single character, they get like an origin for their signature move or weapon in the movie. Like Scorpion at the start, he's basically got this move in the game where he like fires out this rope with a like knife on the end of it. And he does that in the movie. And to be fair, I quite like the way they explain it in the movie. It's like... Yeah, so do I, yeah. I think it's like his wife's gardening tool and he like puts rope on the end of it and he like starts killing dudes with it. It's like, that's kind of cool. That's fun. Mm. But I don't need that for every single character. Every it's, single one, yeah. It's fun to see Jax gets his, get, get his arms 
blown up, blown apart, only to replace them with robot arms. That's cool. But I don't then need a scene yeah. later on where Jack's like earns the even better arms in a moment of triumph. Yeah. Like, why? He should just had the arms put on, the new arms yeah. straight away. Kano, you know, just just he's got the eye. He's gonna show me or whatever. Mm. You don't need to have all this. I mean. It's weird because it, it, the whole time I was watching it, I kept thinking, oh, it's a shame because they've actually nailed Kano in terms of his presence and how he should be. And the, the, how he's quite funny in it. Um, and then the rest of the characters are just so poorly done with the exception mm. of Sub-Zero and Scorpion, but they're not in the movie. Mm. And it's so weird. It's like you start with these characters and you're like, oh, okay, I care about this guy straight away. I care about his revenge against Sub-Zero. Surely yeah. we'll be following these people now. No. Do you think? Sorry. Do you think they were mostly banking on like nostalgia, and for everyone to be like, "Oh my god, we got an origin for each character." That's oh, so cool. I think they wanted this to be the setup movie to a large mm. multi-franchise, yeah, know, extravaganza. But the problem and that's with going it, well, <laughs> well, well, Terry. I mean, would it, you like, it is. Would you like to know that uh, the movie Mortal Kombat has no Mortal Kombating in it? The actual Mortal Kombat tournament is not in the movie. It's like yeah. set up. For the next movie. So what was the movie about? I'd like to know. I'd like to know. <laughs> yeah, you tell me. You tell me. You tell. It's, it's, it's a confused story. And it's upsetting because it translates a lot of the game characters so mm. well. Like Liu Kang, perfect. Sonny Blade, mm. perfect. Like they, all, they all look and act and feel like the characters. But it's just mm. wrapped up in this boring story that you don't care about. That doesn't pay off in any meaningful way. And... You know, it just, just isn't that fun to watch, ultimately. Like, none of the fight scenes post the Scorpion Sub-Zero fight really bring the same kind of heat. There's a few good moments. Um, and it's really it's really funny when, um, I think it's Liu Kang, or it might be the, uh, I've forgotten his name, the guy with the hat, the guy with the Captain America hat. <laughs> oh, Ka- Kung Lao, isn't it? Yeah, uh, he's from the game as well, isn't hat? he? Yeah, he's cool, to be fair. Well, he's a got a hat. hat? He's got a hat in the games that he can toss and use as a weapon. It's like got uh, metal around it. A bit like Oddjob from James Bond. He can literally slice you in half pretty much. Yeah. That's horrible. In this movie, they make it Captain America's shield. He's like tossing it off walls and shit. (laughs) Interesting. So would you watch the sequel that may come out with the Mortal Kombat in? Is that what you'd be interested in? Or are you done? You're done with Uh, Mortal Kombat? uh, I'd watch it because I'm weak. <laughs> I'd watch it because I'm weak. Only literally just to see Sub-Zero. Like, I'm, I, it's not like I expected too much anyway from Mortal Kombat movie mm. just because, you know, we've not had the best, uh, you know, video game movies, uh, yeah. particularly fighting game ones. Um, so, I mean, it's a shame because I do think if any of the, if any of the Mortal Kombat, if any of the video games were going to translate to film, I think Mortal Kombat is actually one that you could, you could do pretty... Mm-hmm. I don't know how people have seem to fuck it up so so much. I don't understand. It's I superpowers like it's... fighting and more fighting. That's the recipe for a great film. Yeah, it, I just think it would have been a much better movie, streamlined to like the opening scene. Sub Zero kills his family. Scorpion's the main character. Scorpion. I am going to get revenge on this guy. No matter what it takes, I'm going to find this guy and I'm going to kill him. Well, you know he is the current champion of Mortal Kombat and there's a new tournament next week and that's where he goes to the tournament and he meets all the other characters and he fights them to get to Sub-Zero. Finn, movie, 90 minutes, action starts to finish. We're, we're there. Why God, do we need... 
Why don't you just write your own movie? My own Mortal Kombat movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, not Mortal Kombat. You don't want that. Just another movie. Different movie. movie. I should. It, it, It just needed, like, a simple focus story that would have allowed the characters to breathe, to feel like the characters from the games, and to deliver some some action that we wanted whereas instead 100%. it's just it's this weird mess of a movie that doesn't doesn't quite capture the essence of the games i don't think no i agree well that sounds like a shame and i'm very sorry i'm sure you are <laughs> no i'm just very glad that i went to sleep because i would have just been sat there do you remember that time we watched that doctor who episode after you telling me that it was going to be really really good and then i sat there looking at you the whole time like this is what you made me watch i feel like we would have had a repeat of that <laughs> this is revisionist history and i will i will not stand for it i will not stand for it <laughs> you came in when we were 10 minutes in to a terrible doctor who episode after we just watched a fantastic Doctor Who episode, we decided to watch the episode that like follows it up, up, but it's not as good. It's terrible. But me and Adam know it's terrible, but because we're mega fans, we were going to watch it anyway. But then for you to come in after we've watched the good episode to watch the terrible episode is not good. It's not good. Not good at all. Not good for anyone. Because <laughs> you were just sat there berating it. And I didn't disagree with you because it is a terrible episode. And I, think- I have given... I have given it a chance. I watched the eleventh mm. hour and the one after that, and mm. I had a great time. I, but... I think for fun, I'm not going to refer to what episodes they are. And if anyone would like to mention in the comments what they think the episodes are, <laughs> so a really, really strong episode followed by a stinker, and they are connected. Are you There's... allowed to give them the era? No. 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 Um, all no. Doc no, no, no. Two fans. They know their shit, all right? Someone will get this. Someone will get this. Um, all I will say is not a strict two-parter. Not a strict two-parter. And on that note, <laughs> for all of you non Two fans, you can follow Terry on Twitter, Instagram, what have you. Terry Merkin. <laughs> <laughs> you already did half it. Do you want to finish it? Should we do each other's? Uh, yeah, okay. Socials okay. this week. Okay, and you want you you set me up, and I'll go. Um, well, if we go around in circles, because if you do me and I do you, then Charlie has to do himself. So I'm going to do Charlie <laughs> this time. <laughs> <laughs> I was I so, was quite looking forward to a finale where Charlie does himself, but <laughs> sorts himself out. But it's well, fine. you're the only one that wants that, so I'm going to take over now. <laughs> well, the problem is we have to know each other's socials off by heart. Well, we've been doing them long enough. We should know. So yeah, I can't remember know. my own socials. <laughs> That's Look, what I'm you, saying. Same. Look, you've just just look. If you want your favorite film is awful, which is Charlie's podcast where he defends films against negative reviews. You can just search on any social media. Your favorite film is awful, or on Instagram, it's your fav film is awful. Twitter. You can also follow Twitter. I was close. I was close. You can close. follow him privately. Um, on Twitter is Lemon Juice Lily, which I love, yeah. and on Instagram is Charlie Lily. I think yep. you can get him on Letterboxd and YouTube and all those other thingamajigs. <laughs> and where you get your, pa- your your where you get your podcasts as well. So that was good, Terry. Terry, I, I don't I don't trust Charlie to do mine. Can you do mine as well? <laughs> <laughs> Is that my job? She she knows nothing about Mortal Kombat, but she knows all our socials. Yeah. <laughs> Terry, do you want um, to do everyone's socials this week? <laughs> sure. Well, I'm on a roll. If you want to find roll. Matt as well, you can just search. 
Nat out of your favourite film is awful. I think that's what he calls himself <laughs> on everything, just in case, because he doesn't yeah. want you to call him full fat videos. I just said, Matt, your favourite film is awful, which is totally wrong. Um, oh, I thought you were doing it on purpose for the gag. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> oh, I, I should have yeah, played it off. Should have played it off. That's so funny. You could have just not said anything. And yeah. We, we would have been sat here like, oh, that's funny. She's yeah. so funny. She's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, you can find Matt as uh, Full Fat Videos, but Matt at Full Fat Videos because his name is Matt and not Full Fat Videos. Um, or if you want to see his crappy old Instagram, you can find that at Boss Whittle, but I imagine he'll cut this forever <laughs> and reach, reach his YouTube. So. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll be lazy. We'll find out. So just... <laughs> Just to recap, the important socials are at full fat videos for Twitter and <laughs> at full underscore fat underscore videos. I, I didn't do a good enough job. On Instagram, yeah. <laughs> Just look, to be thorough. Look, it's like the baseball movie. Build it and they'll come. And on that note, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>